Time is the one commodity that you can never get back. And yet it's so easy to take time for granted, wasted on futility, except that you don't know that you're wasting time until it's too late. It's after time has passed, after decisions are made, and after the fact. That's when we look back with regret, wondering, what would have happened if I was more productive? What would have happened if I managed my time better or differently? Well, today's episode offers the hope found in scripture to each one of us because God does redeem time. In other words, he is able to make up the time that you and I have squandered or lost for reasons not our own. And I want to tell you how. So join me in this episode of The Woman Pray Podcast. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling, pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. When you've wasted time and opportunities, used your time on things that turned out empty, or even given your time to people who stole it or could care less about your time, well, in retrospect, it can be deflating because in the natural, you can't get that time back. The years you gave to a person with ill intentions, well, it's done. And you can't change what happened in the past. But you also cannot live a life of regret or a life apologizing for the folly or immaturity in your past. It's the past. And for Christians, people who have been forgiven by God, it's the past that God has forgotten. As far as the East is from the West, so far has he removed the transgressions from our lives. So welcome to the Woman Pray podcast, because you don't have To fret, my dear, you can regain and recover what's been lost or wasted. But before we get started, I want to invite you to Woman Pray Mentoring. We begin in October, and you can prepare now to join us because the life God has for you requires your participation, and it begins with a decision, a decision to try God's way, to position yourself to hear and then decide to do something differently. I am very sure that our time together will change your life for his glory and your good. So consider and then decide to register at womanpray.com today. Alrighty, the episode offers hope. This episode is because in the same way that God redeemed time for Joshua so that the sun stood still until Israel prevailed in war, He can redeem time for you. So this is for you. I don't know if the sun will stand still, but somehow he can accelerate your dreams and vision once they're given to him. See, Joshua prayed because they needed more time if victory was to be had. 
which means God can do the same for you. He can make you productive in unimaginable ways. Somehow he can turn events around in your life so that what was lost is recovered. What the enemy meant for evil is turned around for your good. What was taken from you is somehow to your advantage and what was broken is somehow restored. Here's how the scripture says it, that he can restore what the locusts have eaten. Now, scripturally, when locusts came, they ravaged everything. And the same is true when time is lost. It can look like everything is over. All hope is gone. It can look like there is no way for any good to come out of it. But if you return to him, you will see plenteous. You'll see more than enough. I'm reminded of Israel. There was a famine. And it was so severe that people started eating their children. That's in 2 Kings. But the prophet spoke, by this time tomorrow, there will be more than enough. He was talking about redemption. Only one person balked with unbelief. And the prophet told him, because of your attitude, you won't see it. And he didn't. But those who heard the voice of the prophet and believed were restored overnight because God can redeem. He can make up time. It may be different, but he may also make it better because he can turn what's upside down, right side up, and it doesn't have to take long. He can make the impossible possible, and it doesn't have to be hard. He can bring you to his expected end, and it doesn't have to be in your strength. It's about returning to him with wholehearted devotion and doing your part, even if your part means the past decisions have put you behind slowed you down, made you feel today like tomorrow is hopeless. No deny, your decisions may have put you in a position where relationships are broken or there's no savings. Whatever it is, it all may be true, which means desperate change calls for desperate measures. And based on the biblical storyline of the sun standing still for Joshua, I don't think that they were casual in their pursuit for God's intervention, and neither should you be casual. If you really want to make up time, desperately pursue him. Start with him. Remember that as much as God has a plan for your life, the enemy does too. And the only way to stop the enemy's plan is to change teams. That is, change what you're doing and your motivations for doing it. In other words, God's plans are not automatic. He has plans for you that are good, but apart from pursuing him, you may not see them at all. But with an intentional pursuit, he starts intervening in ways that I'm not able to articulate, but he turns your life around slowly, but surely. When you begin using your time to focus on your Father, using your time to fellowship with him, with him in prayer, to read your scriptures or the Word of God, to care for His people, when you preoccupy yourself with Him, whether that's providing for the hungry, the homeless, or serving in ways that others cannot help themselves, when you honor Him, live for Him, and do what's right, life apologizing with sincerity, giving back where you were taking selfishly, or pursuing interests that grow you, you will be making up time. You'll be making up time in a way where God will hear and see 
and somehow he'll intervene so that you are producing and no longer stuck with your regrets and failings from past. In fact, he'll set you up so that in retrospect you are respected, even celebrated. You'll, you'll be helpful and no longer hurtful. You'll be fulfilled and no longer just coping. And life will have meaning because you're no longer living for yourself, but for him. Every person who lives for him experiences benefits, increase, favor, opportunities, and hope. And that's not an empty promise. But notice, you have to do your part. You have to be willing to exercise your faith by doing what you can, by doing what you know to do today to be better as a person, a better friend, a better parent, a better whatever. Yes, we made decisions in past that were right in line with the enemy's plans instead of our father's. Yes, we leaped without counting the cost. We did what was right in our own eyes instead of hearing or heeding counsel. Yes, we were impatient or gullible to temptation. Whatever we did and for whatever our reasons, the reality is we're here now, but the enemy does not get the final word. Jesus destroyed him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and he has freed us so that we are no longer subject to the will or the plans of the devil. And I don't care if he stole your time, your youth, your confidence and opportunity, or more than one very valued relationship. I don't care if the child is here, the divorce is final, the loss is crippling, and if life is truly different. Hear me, when you stop looking in the rearview mirror of life and stop lamenting over what happened and why it happened and stop rehearsing and begin looking to Jesus, you'll not only see ahead, but he'll lead you to the place of plenteous. This is Isaiah 58. He makes known that he can satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. He can strengthen your frame and make you a well-watered garden. That's when the springs never fail, which means you have to have, you have to have been scorched. You have to have been weak or dry, but God can restore you. So we respond by doing what that chapter gives us to do. And it's not to sulk or stay in the mire of regret, but rather to take your focus off of yourself and place it on another person. Forget those things that are behind and reach forward to the things that are ahead. Philippians continues with the need to press. Press for the goal for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. In other words, you will make up lost time by taking advantage of the time you have right now. By using the time you have right now for his glory because the prize ahead of you is far greater than what you're living. And you can. God is still with you despite the past and the plunder. He's with you and his plans remain forever. The purposes of his heart throughout all generations. So your conscious decision to look forward means to forgive yourself and be better. Do what you know to give of yourself. Then he will not only restore your soul, but he will redeem the time so that your land and your reality is no longer desolate. Your land or your reality is called Beulah. 
The scriptural reference of Beulah means a land of earthly paradise, meaning your latter days can be far better than your former days. Isaiah 51 3 says that the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. He will make her to hear joy and gladness. It'll be found in her thanksgiving and the voice of melody. That's good news, my sister. It's a beautiful promise and a reminder for each one of us that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of salvation to all who believe. Eternal salvation, yes, and he also saves from the weight and chains of the past. Others may not forgive you, but he will forgive you and restore the years that the swarming locust, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust have eaten in your life, just as found in Joel chapter 3. Locusts eat up your potential, your reality, your future, but God will satiate your soul. He will not suffer you to famish. He redeems time. The years may seem lost, but he's able to help you accomplish more in a short period of time than you would have on your own schedule. He's able to increase and renew you with greater strength today than you had yesterday. He can pour water where you're still thirsty, floods on your dry ground. He can pour his spirit on your descendants, no matter your past messiness, and he can still bless your offspring. He's the God who provides and protects, not because we deserve it, but because he's gracious and kind, merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And for this, we can all say hallelujah. We pray because the Lord our God does establish us and based upon the word of God through the mouth of the prophet we can prosper. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for every woman under the sound of my voice who has hope rising within her today, even now. I pray, Lord, that no longer is she distracted by the past, but she can set her eyes upon you, the author and finisher of her faith. She, she looks to the hills from whence cometh her help. Her help cometh from you, maker of heaven and earth. And we thank you, Father, that you are the one who redeems the time that we've lost, that we've thrown away, or that was stolen from us. We pray, Lord God, that you would restore our soul, revive our spirit, replenish the weariful and the sorrowful soul even now, and show us, Lord, how to mount up on wings like an eagle, run and not grow weary, walk and not be faint, that you, Father, would be glorified through your Son in each one of our lives so that we truly see the fruit that you planned for our lives from before time began, the fruit that edifies others, the fruit that also encourages each one of us, that we are living for you, pleasing you, and looking more and more like our Savior and less and less like the world, even more, less and less like our past. We give ourselves to you today, Lord, and we thank you for your faithfulness, your faithfulness and your truth that endures forever. We trust you in it now, in Jesus' name. And all of the believers said, Amen. Alrighty, ladies, I encourage you, don't forget 
to register for Woman Pray Mentoring. Cycles will begin in October, and I know the Word of God and the direction found within will answer your questions, position you to pray effectively, and take you to the next level in His will for your life, and give you even true, even more true meaning. So go to womanpray.com for more information, and we'll see you next week on the Woman Pray Podcast.